Hello and a big warm welcome to the Tour Ireland Outdoors podcast. In this first episode, we get a chat with Philip Stacey, the owner and founder of Tour Ireland Outdoors, um, and just find out how this podcast came to be and what his thinking is behind it and also what his plans are for the future of the business. We took a walk through Tollymore Forest Park, which is a stunning area. And like many of the podcasts we recorded, we got the chance to head off out into the, some of the most beautiful places in the world, in our opinion. So enjoy as we tour Ireland outdoors, and we hope you enjoy listening as much as we enjoyed recording these podcasts. Hi, Tommy. Here's our first, first ever podcast, Tour Ireland Outdoors. So I thought over the, this podcast I'll bring you to two of my favourite places. One is where we are here now, which is Tollymore Forest Park. And the other, which is probably equidistance, the other side of my house, is Castlewellan Forest Park. These are two places where I spend most of my downtime. It's a question I get quite regular. What do I do in my downtime? Well, I walk, cycle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, this is definitely one of my, one of my two go-to places here in Tollymore, and little bit later would be Castle Welland, but just felt the most natural place for us to start. Most places where I definitely feel most comfortable, so you can help to get a little bit more out of me from that point of view. But. Yeah, I mean this is a fantastic place. I remember coming here as a child as well, and I think this is where the eucalyptus trees grow, isn't it? This part. Uh, there's quite a number of eucalyptus trees. Uh, they have some hazels in this section here as well. And this kind of path would lead you to the mountains, really. A lot of people would start here and then make their way up the mountains. Do you find yourself doing that if you get a day off? Uh, yes, no, I, I do, but I, I wouldn't always start from here. There's a few different walks I do. In here, oh, I, like, I like the variety of different walks. So. You, I can start out here and I can go this trail, then take a left or a right, whichever way I feel that morning or how much I want to, how much I want to do that day. But in terms of going onto the mountains, I would there's a few different entrance places I would use probably either back in Donard Park in Newcastle or Bloody Bridge or up by. Um, the Trassy or one of those. There's so many, isn't there? There's so many. <laughs> Depends on what you want to do. Yeah. Uh, I sometimes, I'm not a, much of a peak, peak kind of guy, so I don't go to tick all the boxes of climb this mountain, climb that mountain. Yeah. I uh, sometimes find it a nicer walk is just maybe just scoot around the base of it. Yeah. Or go through a, go through a valley and, to a gap or a pass. Like it's a real sense of when you can head out and have the time to just roam or kind of uh, adventure. Yeah. It is that feeling of adventure. I yeah. Mean, like, do you remember that kind of, where does that start? Now, that starts when you're a kid, doesn't it? And it's one of them things that probably dies a little bit for a lot of people. Yeah, well see, come on. Oh, I grew up in a place called Wicklow and just about an hour south of Dublin. Uh, yeah. It's the na largest national park we have in Ireland, so. That was my playground growing up. It was just outside. Like we used to go home Friday evening, bags into the corner. Yeah. Tents would be loaded up, fishing rods would be loaded up, yeah. bikes would be loaded up. 
and we would just be gone and, and my mum wouldn't see me then until Sunday evening, you know, we just arrived back in time just to, <laughs> just to do the homework to get ready for schooling. Wow. Yeah, that was that was Camping out, like? Camping out, yeah. Uh, and we would have a, a few pounds with us, you know, we'd go to a local shop and just get a few supplies. We, w we weren't, at that stage we wouldn't, we were young, so we, there was no alcohol or anything involved. Yeah. But it was just, you know, it was just a crack, it's a crack. Yeah. You think back and now it's kind of cringy, but <laughs> some of the stuff in it. <laughs> but like, it's a, it was a good childhood, you know, it's a good way to grow up, a good place to grow up. And give you that like bond with, with your outdoors, with nature, with, with something else. Like it, yeah. it's, it's that thing that people describe. A lot of people working in the outdoors. You know, there's a, the outdoors give you an energy. Like there's a lot of talk at the moment about mental health and the benefits yeah. of being outside and being. And there's no doubt there is, no doubt. Like yeah. um, some people, people some people get that just from doing exercise in the gym. But for me, it's it's the outdoors. It's just smelling what we're smelling right now here in this park. You know, the trees and the, this like because we're in spring coming into summer here there's like plants are starting to come to life just getting a whole lot of different range of smells and, and sights and different colors and signs sounds <laughs> yeah. yeah it's a beautiful signs in this yeah, part isn't it you got the summer birds starting to arrive now too mm. and it's just ah uh, i don't you don't get that in the gym for me you just no. don't get that no I definitely don't, not up There's a lot, a lot of advantage to a gym, but, um, especially if you're in a city or whatever. We're jumping across. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. For, me, for me, it's definitely... That is it, isn't it? It's the outdoors I get that from. That, that buzz of life, you know? Yeah. It's no surprise then that you, you got into the industry then. And where did you come from? You were working with... Um, family business as well yeah 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 um i've always kind of worked in hospitality well the town and the village i grew up was just outside glendalock which is one of the most visited places in ireland so we always had kind of tourists coming through and everyone either in, in wicklow you either worked in forestry or you worked in tourism or you worked in farming and i, I during the course of my young life i worked in all three you know yeah and then just when it came to time just to move on, move away from, I never planned to always live away from home. Uh, it just it just kind of worked out like that. And mm. Yeah, I was kind of had a vision of someday going back, but for me, my life just took me a different direction and then yeah. ended up here yeah. on the base of Sleeve Donner in the morning now. So. But uh, yeah, you always, well, I always kind of worked in hospitality, worked in a range of different hotels and uh, just travel around the country a bit and then travel around Britain a bit uh, and then ended up here in, in, in Northern Ireland uh, and then in 2015, due to a few different circumstances, Got involved with family business, which is Footfalls Walking Holidays. Mm -hmm. um, check mm -hmm. us out in our bio. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, got involved with Footfalls, which is my father's business and my mum. Mm -hmm. 
they established that in 1994 and build it up over the subsequent now 26 years. Wow. Um, yes. So. Amazing. They must it, just love it. It's yeah. Getting outdoors and it's yeah. people to get outdoors and. And it's great for like because we have a kind of year has a kind of different mixes on it. Um, we have the summer season obviously is when we do the, we do a lot of our guided tours but we do and then in the winter season we get to walk the trails yeah which I enjoy and does it ever not feel like it's a kind of adventure is it ever sort of is it ever I mean how like how can it feel like a, a burden when they, you know your job is literally take people out into the most beautiful oh in the world. I mean, that must just be for some people that's probably dream job yeah really. it's like it's like that old saying isn't it if you do something you love it's not work is it so yeah. well i've not ever been driven by money as such i just want enough to kind of provide for myself and my family and yeah that's so money's never been my big driver yeah so yeah we love her just meeting people and i love to listen to people's stories I try, I don't, yeah. when I'm guiding a tour now, I wouldn't personally intrude on people and ask personal questions, but sometimes that kind of conversation just naturally flows. If you just let people talk about themselves. Yeah, it, that must happen loads. Like, people must it, just tell you. And I, I love it. I love it. I love yeah. listening to people's stories and their backstory <laughs> and, you know, the things that make them tick. Because it helps me kind of develop myself and develop what I'm doing here, you know, if I'm listening to people. Uh, I don't purposely go out in my way because I feel people are here to get a break from yeah. whatever it is they're, they're in their life. So for me, it's important that, that they give me the information that I'm not quizzing them. Do you see, see when you're taking people out, is there an element of wanting to show people something? That's we talked about earlier this sense of adventure, which is, happens when you're a child, which is created when you're a child, basically this sense of excitement and adventure. And then also another big thing which dies off a bit is just the need that people, humans have to show people things. Like as a way, for many reasons, as a way of sort of, you know, for, to get something for themselves, but also to share something. So it's a way of sharing, it's a way, it's, it's a, community thing but to show people to take people out show them something brilliant something amazing you know there's a little bit of a you know like link to when we're kids and that sense of pride that you can take people out do you ever get that sense of pride like, oh very god proud all the time you know we come it's a beautiful island we live on and you know it's like, as I say, the 40 shades of green, I don't think there's 40, I think there's probably 140 different shades mm. of green in this country. Yeah. Like, there's not a, a place, a pla like, there's beautiful places we pass by that people don't even see because they don't, they're, they're more, they're used to it and they probably see a more beautiful place down the road, further down the road. Yeah. There's so much beauty everywhere. No. Like, Where do you start? If somebody yeah. said, like if I was to ask you specifically a trail, a track, a viewpoint, you know, that you could sort of 
bring to recollection or that you've taken people to and just blown their minds with? Is there anything that you can think of? Oh, there's a few, there's a few. Probably a million. Like the, the Causeway Coast, anywhere up along there is beautiful. Yeah. You go over to the west of Ireland, you know, some amazing places. Like Dan Patrick Cade and Mayo or, or even just in around some of the towns in around Connemara and the villages around Connemara. Yeah. But but for me, probably the, one of the most is because it's probably local to me here and I'm used to walking in Murloc Beach. Yeah, something amazing. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and we will be meeting up with Pauline O'Hara. Yes, she's going to take us around Murloc Beach. Yeah, so really, guys, listen, check out the drone footage and the photos and everything on the Instagram that have been uh, gathered throughout this whole series. But Murloc is just one of those places, you know, it's just, there's a calmness, a stillness about it. Mm -hmm. Some days, and then some days you can go down there and it can be blowing a gale and seas crashing around you. And where, how would you describe Murloc? I mean, it's, it reminds me a little bit of Donegal, the way the sand, the sand dunes. Uh, I don't know if it's some amazing beaches in Donegal, so it's hard to compare like with like. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's this old kind of 5,000 year old, six, maybe even 6,000 year old sand dune system. It's an ancient ecological system. It just breeds life and it just breeds a calmness about it, yeah. an energy and earth about it. I don't know, it just gives you something. Like, like don't get me wrong, we were walking here among the trees and you got the wind whistling through them. And it's, it's, it's amazing and stunning. And we're lucky to have so many places within a short, like our lockdowns here, where we had such variety of different walks. But don't, don't get me wrong, I can be in the middle of Belfast sometimes and just sitting maybe in front of City Hall there on the green. And for me, there's a beauty in that too. Yeah. Just being there and, because it's different for me and I'm not a city guy. And sometimes you're in the Dublin centre, Dublin as well. You can, in around Stevens Green or walking along the Liffey. And yeah. You can just find that moment of calmness, even among, if it's thronged with people. It's just, it's finding that place, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's what really kind of, you can see beauty in, in architecture and big big buildings. We're looking up at some huge trees now. We're completely surrounded. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, you know, there's, there's just something amazing. There's, there's, there's some sort of feeling off, you know, you see it, you see trees or, or buildings. <laughs> Hello. Hi, yeah. Hi. But, uh, but like that's kind of one of the reasons I, I founded Tour Ireland Outdoors. The travel is just, yes, getting out there on foot is good and I love getting out there on foot. It's also bringing a couple of different modes of transport to give a different feel mm -hmm. as we travel through the week, you know, to uh, get some bikes and a few of our tours and horses and you know, a different and on the water, so a different variety of of things across our tours. And I've kept the the tours that I do quite simple. And in terms of, there's only three three different places or three different tours. Mm 
uh, we do Northern Ireland and then two on the west coast one which is from Cork Kerry right up to the Cliffs of Moher and then from the Cliffs of Moher on another tour north to Donegal so it's three different simple tours but showcase a beautiful part of our country like there's yeah. so much there could be so much more you could do and showcase but these are the three that that I have selected uh, just to give give a sense of a little bit of adventure but a soft adventure you know yeah a relaxing adventure yeah 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 so you're not like white water well, there's a little bit of that in, in one of the tours too but a little bit of rafting but nothing yeah so you'll not be jumping up not big rapids no right you won't be waking your guests up at six in the morning saying right okay let's get the parachutes on yeah no no um, we're, we're going for it we can do that if someone specifically comes to us and goes i want to jump out a few parachutes today <laughs> okay we can organize that but right okay it's Brilliant. it's not the primarily part we do we do offer bespoke options that people can come to us and okay. say i'm more interested in we want to go with our family but we don't want to join one of your group tours but we want to do this this and this and we, we'll organize it for them of course yeah so uh, how do you find those more bespoke uh, trips more kind of private trips do you i mean obviously it's probably the same for a lot of people in, in the tourism industry yeah. you have to especially at the minute over the last year i think people are catering for small you know kind of bespoke groups for those sort of tours we'll use the people that that uh, are we work with closely work with and trust to provide them services is a very personal experience for people where the small group is kind of a bit it, the small group it tends to be a community you know it's right. more of a community yeah. feel but then some people maybe only have two or three days only want to come in fly into dublin you know they want to yeah. Paraglide off the Moran Mountains they've or do like, some. Yeah, they've got a thing in mind. In mind. Or uh, do some rock climbing. I want to do some stand up paddle boarding on the Carlingford Lock, you know. We'll, and we'll organise that and they come in and get a taste of Adventure of Ireland. And yeah. So you're well connected. I mean, everyone gets on pretty well in the tourism industry. Yeah, we all, work, mean, we all work together. We all yeah. work together. That's, that's, that's vital. For me personally, that's vital. Yeah. Obviously. There is a little bit of competition there. Yeah. But that's healthy. It's a healthy competition. But we're all, we all, uh, majority of us work together. Yeah. Brilliant. We got each other's backs, you know. Yeah. And I mean, in a way, that's sort of, is that, would you say, with this podcast, it w is there a part of your thinking that is, is, is kind of hoping to highlight you know, obviously in, in our trailer, in our, in our advert for the, sh yeah. for the podcast, you know, you talked about um, sort of wanting the amazing people that work in this industry. That's it, 100%. Yeah. To highlight those people. And it's only a small section of those people yeah. that, that work within our industry. And uh, the entrepreneurs amongst us, you know, the people that have... Some people love the, the office life and that's for them and they like the structure of a nine to five job. Yeah. And then there's us guys that probably today will be a diff completely different day than tomorrow and the day mm. after completely different again. So we we thrive on that, you know, we thrive yeah. on the spontaneity of different things. 
and it takes a it takes a different kind of mindset. Yeah. You know, people are probably more familiar with what we do now post COVID in terms of working from home and yeah. different kind of different kind of a vibe from that. But we we that's what we've done for for a long, long time. Yeah. A lot of us work from home, working in the back of our transporter van or you know trials and tribulations you know yeah a coffee shop with a with a decent half decent wi-fi and yeah I that's mean, that's that's the way we work you know yeah so you've probably faced so many you know like everyone in everyone faces adversity obviously but just the focus um, in this podcast obviously being you know the people that work within the industry um and like so you know your desire to kind of highlight those give those people a bit of a you know just meet up and have a bit yeah. of a chat really and see how people are going and well our in our industry has been devastated by covid you know yeah there's been a few and we're not the only one only industry but ours is it's not been wiped out we, we thankfully we our governments have kicked in and, and are providing support yeah. for us to hopefully keep us going till post all this, um, this post COVID, post COVID, yeah, <laughs> post pandemic, um, yeah. Like we've, I know personally, we're very conscious of even promoting myself from a business through COVID, trying to be responsible, you know, because we're, we're members of our community too, and a lot of people are scared. You know, they don't have sick or vulnerable people. And it just, there's an unknown, probably now over a year, year and a bit in, since we've got to know about COVID, people are starting to relax a bit more mm. and they're not yeah. as scared as they were. But a year ago, people were terrified. Yeah. And they're genuinely terrified. That, yeah. Uh, like, we all know somebody that has a vulnerable family member yeah. Like, and they, we just, it was amazing to watch as we, as a communities, kind of put our collective arms around everybody and, and, uh, and just stood together. Like, yeah. there's always going to be people that have different opinions. And we, oh, and I was always very careful to be respectful of the person that, that didn't, what well, didn't feel the same way I did about COVID. Yeah. And that they were, but a lot of these people were consumed by things going on in their life that it wasn't so easy to see the bigger picture. Like, there's self-employed people in different range of industries that got absolutely no support for ages. Yeah. And if they're trying to keep, survive and provide for their families, yeah. if they broke the rules, well, you know, it's totally understandable why. Yeah, that's um, like... You know... Th- th- that's like you have to. We we have to understand that. Like we can't. Mm. I I always think of I, I I can't be the judge. I, I I always try to step back from any kind of situation and go, don't be the judge here. You're not the judge. Try to understand. Yeah. There's two sides to every story. Yeah. Uh, but from my own personal point of view, I, I've been lucky with some of the sports range of sports that we've got. Um, I've got some good people around me that close friends have provided me with different avenues of work and mm-hmm. 
outside of the industry, mind, but yeah. that everything has kind of helped me going, and yeah. I I've just took a step back and kind of look at things and and see how we can build back stronger. Yeah, it's been highly emotional and highly, uh, you know, what's the word? Like it's 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 caused divide. Yeah. It's caused people to start arguing and bickering and. It's just caused. So yeah, much I, that's 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 <clears throat> what I try. Mostly that. online, that's saying. <laughs> oh, Which, actually, uh, yeah. That's, new levels of it now. <laughs> that's one thing I try to avoid. I try to avoid being the one with the big opinion. Okay. Don't get me wrong; I have my opinions. Right. <laughs> but I try to kind of be level-headed about them. So we won't find you in the comments section of a oh, you might. random YouTube video <laughs> arguing with somebody from Milwaukee about... Uh, <laughs> but the different cultures are different. Like we, we get a lot of American news and we're, it's often kind of vilified. And, but but like, that's not my experience of America at all. Yeah. So I, I try to be quite selective in my views of that. Yeah. Um, and in terms of um, uh, what do you hope people will get from this podcast? What do you hope that they will hear, like an insight from? A little insight into, into our industry and, and meet some of the people behind the scenes and kind yeah. of a, maybe give them a little bit more closer up than, than what you can sometimes get even even on a week of a guided trip, you know? Uh, yeah, you're going to get with this podcast a bit of a... Like you say, behind the scenes. Yeah, hopefully a little bit of banter that goes on between us all. Uh -huh. the, yeah. the coffee shop banter that happens between <laughs> us all when we're out on tour. And... Absolutely, yeah. And the, the, the characters, the people that you meet. Ah, uh, yeah. Incredible. So, really? People like we're going to meet, going to meet James, we're going to meet Samuel, uh, Pauline, uh, Amy, among others. Mm -hmm. So there's some fascinating people we're going to meet through the week and diff all different stories and all different backgrounds and yeah. we all just come together. It's, it's just, it's, it's, our, it's our industry and how it works. Yeah. We're, we're a collective. Uh, a collective bunch of individuals, yeah. I suppose is the... Yeah, this is it. Um, Covered quite a lot there. <laughs> yeah, right. it's probably a podcast in itself and all that. Yeah, it went in a nice little order there as well. I like the way it went. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying. All yeah. we need to do is get the conversation going and then it'll yeah. just kind of flow. Look at this. Here, we can add this in if you want. But like, look where we are now. This is. Yeah. Just, I mean, you know, if you were like, we do all the talking we want on, on, on podcasts, you know, for the rest of our lives. But really, at the end of the day, if you want to explain to anybody why you do what you do, you come somewhere like this, you stand here and go, there you go. Like, you, don't, you don't need any words, do you? It's this. amazing the different range of noises we've had. And I don't know if these microphones will pick these up as we walk around. You know, we've had the birds chirping and the wind blowing in the trees. And now we've got the river that's below us. Just washing, washing by, as if. But this, this is a good example of a mountain stream. This one, look, it looks so peaceful, yeah. and and then. Which river is this? Like? It's a, it's a Shimna. That's a Shimna river. The yeah. Shimna river, yeah. It's so, it looks like a quiet and peaceful stream at the moment, but. Yeah. 
it can be vicious. It can turn within an hour or two mountains rain. And it, it like it's washed away most of the bridges that were here in this past year and a few of the different storms. Yeah. It's just, mountain streams are something that you have to I remember when I was doing my mountain mountain uh, awards that I remember the tutor telling me that we all you always kind of saying that you can always go back the way you came in except in one except in one scenario when you cross a stream because you don't know what that stream can be in two hours time ah uh, yeah yeah so good point but yeah in terms of beauty it's I mean I come trails like this and I get a lot of kind of memories come flooding back to me this is the kind of spot where as kids we would have we would have played hide and seek yeah you know we would have like built uh, like got those all those branches that are falling down we would have like made a hut and we would have like you know made a swing in a tree or something you know this we, we could have just sat down we could have been here for the day just 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 at this pit like just in and out of the trees into the stream and have a swim back, you know, just around this kind of area. When I see the ground and I see the trees and stuff, I, I, I think about running around and playing games. Yeah. It, it connects me to a part of my childhood. It connects me to growing up and it's brilliant to come here with, you know, with, with your kids and, you know. Well, smells, the smells as well. The smell is the biggest, it's the biggest uh, trigger of our memory. It's something we smell. Be a bad or good smell, you know. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's. Yeah, you always go back to being a kid, don't you? Things always take you back to being that, that, that in a happy place. It's like uh, I've always, I've always been a, a football, soccer fan. And uh, I've followed all the English teams and the English game. And, but now as I got older, I've got more of an appreciation just going down to the park and just watching the game. Lads kicking about down the park, you know. Local. Local yeah. football, yeah. It's just it's bringing it back to what football is. And that's my memory of football as a child. You know, it was with the jumpers for goalposts, you know. Yeah. <laughs> None of us were ever any good, and we didn't. Yeah. Like the chances of being a Premier League soccer player is millions to one, you know. So. Yeah. <laughs> but there's that love of the game, it's just that simple form, yeah. just kicking that ball around and with your mates, and, and uh, yeah. you know, and literally kicking each other off the field, and then at the end of the game, shaking hands and was walking off and. Going and getting your juice or your your orange or your lift home from your parents, whatever yeah. you did, you know. Is it a small town then or a big town or what? Ah, uh, the, the village where I grew up, Lara, it was village. Village, yeah, with maybe 450 people, 500 people, and that's yeah. in the area, in the, as as we say, the parish, you know. But yeah, uh, but tight, small, tight community. People, yeah. people are always there for everybody, and even still. <clears throat> Even though I haven't, when I popped down there, I've noticed this last year, I haven't popped down as much as I'd like. Yeah. I can still meet 
people still know your name and talk about how you're getting on. Everyone will always be curious about what you're doing. And yeah. It's home, you know. Home is always home. Home is home. Is yeah. You can have home away from home. You can have homes away from home. But don't get me wrong. <laughs> Here, Caswell and Newcastle are very much my home too. Yeah. Uh, place I'm going to get very proud of and very parochial about, you know, for the... And as I, as I watch my kids grow up, you know, but... Yeah. But uh, something special about our road I take, which turns off the N11. Uh, I was in a place called Kilmechanic, or Kilmac as we know, and you just turn and you go up what's known as the old long hill, or the long hill. I know when I turn on that road, doesn't matter where I'm going, that's, I'm going home. And I cross this place called Callery and into Brownwood Village and, you know, as everything comes flooding back to you, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, the times I've done it into Dublin or just wherever, it's just I'm going home then when I'm on that road. Yeah. I mean, there is something though about getting away and coming back from somewhere. Like I find if I even drive to Belfast, when I'm coming back, like I could be busy down here and just absolutely overloaded. And I don't think you have an appreciation of what's around you. Yeah. A lot of people who live down here, <coughs> yes, we're for the morns, but a lot of people just do find and do kind of agree that you can lose. You can become so busy because you're, you're working. Everything's, you know, gets on top of you and sometimes it takes we drive up to belfast and when when you drive back down see when you come round, there's a big bend after clock brings you into dundrum yes the mountains just come up they rise up don't they <laughs> yeah i know where you're at <laughs> and it is just like and you get the same sense sometimes i get the same sense when i drive through rathra island yeah I come down the other side of rathra and i just nearly it's hard to keep the car on the road i got, just i get wow i, I get that because I would be travelling down to Dublin or anywhere in Ireland really and, and come back and just turn off in Uri and go through the little town called Mayo Bridge. And when you come up out Mayo Bridge, just be, as you come down towards Hilltown, there's just that one corner, I think they call it, there's a series of bends, I think they call it Seven Sisters. Yes. You come to the top of there and there's just a few the morons. And I go, even though I'm, I'm still 20 minutes from home there, I go, I'm home. Yeah. This is... I'm going. Great, great yeah, feeling. Yeah, I'm. My heart, my heart starts to beat. Then. Yeah, great. The expectation of being home. Yeah. It's good. It's wonderful. I have two homes. It's brilliant. That's okay. great. No, that is fantastic. Sometimes when I'm talking with my wife, I'm going. I'm going home, and, and I am yeah. home. Yeah. No, that's great. Yeah, something nice about having two homes. Yeah. So, you've got Tallymore one side of you, yes. and Castlewell Forest Park the other side of you. So that's a fantastic position to be in. Yeah, it's amazing because we're coming to the end of here, bro. Our little dander through Tolly Moor, and we're just going to take a short jump in the car, and that brings us right into Castlewell. It's literally what it would be, it would even be 10 minutes, you know. To uh, just, we only have, I think, five forest parks in Northern Ireland, and two of them on our, on our doorstep, so mm. we're in a very privileged position. Um, like I know Fermanagh has its lakelands, Derry and Tyrone have their mountains, and Antrim has its north coast, but 
we've, we've got this down here in the morns, you know. Thanks for joining us on our first episode of Tour Ireland Outdoors podcast. We hope that you enjoy these episodes in this series and that if you want to get in contact, you can do so via Facebook or Instagram. Please like, subscribe to the podcast on wherever you get your podcasts. Share, tell a friend, tell some family. And we just hope that you enjoy coming on this little adventure with us. So in the meantime, take care and we'll see you again next time.